Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered by me and Cameron. Um, unfortunately, today, uh, again, guys, I know I said last week that we would have Cameron back on the podcast. Um, really unfortunate news came back, and um, Cameron actually got in an accident in one of his uh, soccer games, and he actually broke his arm. And uh, he might not be able to participate in the podcast for maybe a couple weeks, but you know, uh, prayers out for Cameron. You know, my boy. I uh, hope you get better if you're listening to this. Um, you know, uh, the show must go on though. You know, like as a solo. You know, me doing uh, unfiltered by myself. But you know, it should be no problem. Uh, we'll definitely be getting Cameron's input um, on the game. Uh, in the later episodes, I did ask him to definitely give me some of his uh, opinions on what will happen in, uh, you know, week four of this season. Um, actually, week five. Uh, but yeah, definitely want uh, most important thing is for Cameron to get better, feel better. Uh, shout out to you, Cameron. Hope you get better, bro. Love you. All right. But uh, let's begin, guys. Today is the uh beginning of week four of the nfl regular season um and let's hop right into the game predictions so our first game was jacksonville at cincinnati i know it is not thursday anymore um but i did predict cincinnati to win this game 34 to 14 and they did come up with a dub so great for cincinnati um and i definitely think that joe burrow and um yeah, Joe Burrow did amazing, and so did Trevor Lawrence. You know, Trevor Lawrence's first big uh, game, you know, really, he, he has been playing pretty well the last two weeks. He actually put up a competition against Arizona, and Arizona does have a pretty well-established defense um, and, you know, an incredible offense, and they did pretty well. And Jags' special teams definitely uh, is not disappointing. You know, uh, Jamal Agnew came up with the longest uh touchdown in nfl history well i mean it actually tied but you know 109 yards uh kick return touchdown it's crazy man week three was just ridiculous like justin tucker hitting that 68 uh yard nfl record game winning field goal as well just a lot of surprises man a lot of surprises and just amazing things you know i did go 14 and 2 last week in predictions so actually one of my best weeks uh on unfiltered and honestly on my predictions so pretty cool pretty nice um so joe burrow he he did really well against uh jacksonville he did struggle a bit in the first half but you know cincinnati did come back and you know kind of made trevor lawrence's uh jags you know struggle a bit and you know that's the key really um i mean defense wins games and cincinnati really showed up in that second half so really uh impressive for cincinnati moving up to three and one unfortunate for the jaguars to move down to zero and three um so actually zero and four so yeah really unfortunate start for them next we got uh tennessee at oh the jets okay now this game <clears throat> I think it's a pretty simple game. Um, we all know who's most likely to win this game. Tennessee has a very firepowered offense. You know, um, defense is 
pretty good as well um not amazing but they're pretty well and they're definitely superior over the jets you know the jets have been struggling a lot you know my broncos uh just shoved them in the dirt last week 26 to nothing uh it was really nice you know uh seeing that as a broncos fan um but you know as a jets fan it really must be hard and i really honestly feel bad for for the jets fans man this franchise has this franchise has just plummeted for the last like few decades probably like i don't even know like 30 years um their last good year was like 2010 they haven't made the playoffs in like 11 years it might be 12 years now um but you know it is still early in the season you know uh zach wilson does have a ton to learn and a ton to prove to the nfl uh the jets really struggling man i have tennessee winning this game 43 to 10 next we got um detroit and chicago um this game is actually pretty interesting because detroit actually has been playing really well despite being 0-3 this might be one of the best 0-3 teams i've ever seen um jared goff and the lions offense is really playing passionate and it's really clear you know this is a lot of hope for uh you know detroit and lions fans and um chicago has really been playing horrible you know i think the i heard that chicago had like a net one yards passing last week against cleveland and um justin fields he was sacked eight times guys eight times maybe more i don't know and miles garrett he got four and a half sacks which is insane it's like a chandler jones kind of day you know chandler jones got five sacks in week one against tennessee um but man getting four and a half sacks on justin fuels man this is by the way this is just such a huge like welcome to the nfl justin fields you know just as urban meyer you know he came to the jacksonville jaguars thinking you know i can turn this team around in no time I'm pretty sure he had that mindset that, like, we're going to be amazing this year. And now he's off to an 0-4 start. Like, after um, the first two to three losses, he said that, um, man, it's literally like we're playing uh, Alabama every week, you know. Um, and, you know, it's the NFL. This is professional football. So, <sighs> you got to take those things seriously. I'm not saying that he's not taking it seriously, but maybe Urban Meyer underestimated his opponents and maybe overestimated his um ability to coach the team but you know they still have a long way to go you know the season's just uh it's been like one fourth of the season so far um not even so they have a lot of time to improve but yeah chicago and detroit going back to this game i was talking about um I do not like how Matt Nagy has been coaching. Um, their offense has been very weak, tremendously weak. Um, they nearly lost to a comeback from the Bengals uh, the previous week. But the only thing I feel like that's going to keep Chicago in uh, to win games is their defense. Their defense is still pretty spectacular. Um, not the best, but you know they can definitely keep them in games. This game, I think it will be a pretty interesting game. 
Uh, but I have Detroit winning this game 27-20. to I think Detroit will pick up their first win of the season and, you know, climb up in the uh, uh, NFC North. So, yeah. Next game, we got Indianapolis and Miami. Now, this game is actually another pretty interesting game. Um, there's There's been a lot of interesting games lately. I like these matchups a lot. Uh, this week, definitely, uh, is one of the better matchup weeks. Um, Indianapolis has a ton to prove. Uh, right now, they've lost a lot of players. They literally will not be playing with their best offensive lineman. The best offensive lineman in the game. One of the best offensive linemen of all time, Quentin Nelson. Uh, he's not playing tomorrow against Miami, or today now. Um, as I'm recording this podcast pretty late at 2.30 in the morning. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, Miami's not going to have Tua Tagovailoa. You know, Jacoby Brissett, uh, Jacoby Brissett, my bad. He played really well against the Raiders. You know, I definitely think that Jacoby Brissett is one of the better backup quarterbacks in the National Football League. But, um... Yeah. Um, sorry, give me one second. But yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Um, I definitely think that he's gonna put up a show tomorrow or today against the um, Colts, and he is playing his former team, which is pretty interesting. But the Colts have just been really disappointing this year. You know, like zero and three. Um. But I definitely think if they're looking for their first win, and they're capable of getting this first win. You know, they made it really close against the Rams. And the Rams, um, you got to see where they are on the power rankings now. Um, putting up a, that good of a game against this Rams team is really impressive. It's just the uh, the Colts are a great team with, you know, playoff. They're a playoff caliber team, but they just cannot get any wins. It really reminds me of... Um, What's it called? It really reminds me of the 20, um, I think it was like 2018 Broncos. They they won, like, they made the game so close and they just couldn't win. That's their only downside. They just couldn't figure out how to win. Yeah. Um, next game, we got, oh, I forgot to say my score. I honestly think Indianapolis will win this game 30 to 29. Keep it very close, very interesting. Um, I think Miami's defense will keep them in the game. Their offense has been not playing too great, but I definitely like Indianapolis's offense more than Miami's offense these days. So I got to go with Indianapolis 30 to 29. Next game, we got Cleveland at Minnesota. Now, this game. It's a very interesting game. Last week, I did say that uh, the Seattle and Minnesota game was going to be very interesting, and that's what happened. I did have Seattle. uh, I predicted Seattle would win that game, and, you know, Minnesota definitely surprised me. Minnesota is really climbing up in these power rankings, um, definitely establishing themselves as excellent competition to the Packers in the NFC North, uh, definitely second best team in that division. Um, because the Packers are first, of course. But um, this is a very interesting game. I feel like these two these two teams are very similar. 
um, quarterback situation. You know, quarterback isn't necessarily elite, but extremely talented and just it can it's their franchise quarterback. You know, Kirk Cousins for Minnesota, Baker Mayfield for Cleveland really keeps them in the games. You know, really gets it done. Um, I do like Cleveland's defense a lot better. I think Cleveland's defense will uh, be the you know one of the main threats in this game that will be at Cleveland's advantage of course um and will help them win and I think the score will be 30 to 33 to 28 Cleveland um with a very good game on both sides so yeah next game we got Washington at Atlanta now this is another um it's not like an exciting game, but it's definitely a game that Washington needs to win. You know, on the Washington side, in you know, vice versa, Atlanta needs to win this game. Atlanta's playing back-to-back um, NFC East teams. You know, they just beat the Giants last week. Um, I predicted they would win that game, and they did. Um, Atlanta, you know, they have a great team. They just need to figure out a rhythm on offense and defense. I really like Washington's defense a lot better. Um, their defense hasn't playing ex- has not been playing excellent, but uh, I definitely think their offense has been improving a lot more. Taylor Heineke going into Atlanta, I think he will do very well. Um, and Washington's defense will be the you know one of the factors to help them win this game. I think Washington will win twenty to seventeen. Next game we got Houston at Buffalo. This is a pretty simple game. Um, I'm not trying to underestimate Houston like that, but uh, Houston's rhythm has been really off the last couple weeks, and their whole, you know, Deshaun Watson controversy. I mean, that's not related to anything of the game, but this team is really in rebuilding mode. Um, they, I don't, I don't even think their head coach has full control over them. You know, I don't even know if he's uh doing anything right for this team but you know this is a really simple win for buffalo buffalo definitely uh would want to win this game you know uh remain first in the afc east and i think buffalo will win 39 to 6 so yeah next game we got the giants at the saints um i think this game will be similar to last week's saints and patriots game um, not much to say besides New Orleans defense is uh, still one of the best in the league, um, top 10. Uh, Giants offense has really been struggling and they have a tremendous amount of injuries on offense and defense. Um, I think New Orleans will get a pretty easy win, 28-13. to 13. So yeah, next game we got Kansas City at Philadelphia. Um, Kansas City has been on a back-to-back losing streak. Um, you know, as excited as a Broncos fan, um, like I'm, I'm, I'm a very excited Broncos fan to be seeing this, you know, seeing my team first and the AFC West tied with the Raiders. Um, and you know, I want to, I want to see that. I, I keep wanting to see that and, you know, I'm going to be rooting for Philadelphia, but you know, realistically, I don't think they'll win this game. You know, Kansas City is a much better team, much better offense, much better coaching, you know, um, 
just wait till you see. I don't know if Cameron's tuned into this, but wait till you see where I have Kansas City on these power rankings. You know, um, you know, last week Kansas City they got shocked. You know, and in Chiefs Kingdom, right against Justin Herbert in the Chargers offense, and Mahomes throwing two picks through. He threw really costly picks, and he really showed. Um, why you can't just, you know, you're not invincible, right? Mahomes is not invincible and he's not uh, inevitable to anything or any sort of defensive play style. Um, the Chargers played very well. I'm very impressed with the Chargers, but um, I'm not talking about the Chargers game. I'm talking about the Chiefs and Philadelphia game. Philadelphia uh, didn't play great against Dallas, you know, 41 to 21, I believe was the score, uh, on Monday night football. I think Philadelphia is going to continue to struggle. Um, but I think that Jalen Hurts will sort of redeem himself in this game a bit more, uh, uplift the spirits of Eagles fans and make it maybe a close game. I think it's going to be 24 to 17, but Kansas city will come up with a win. So next game is a very good game we got Dallas at or uh, Carolina at Dallas and um you know Carolina is one of the most surprising teams this year coming up with a 3-0 start you know um basically humiliating the Texans on Thursday night football last week Carolina's defense is one of the best in the league their offense has been playing very good you know this team really m- reminds me of my Broncos you know in a very they're in a very good situation and you know they can definitely make the playoffs i think if they keep doing what they're doing i think matt rule is doing an excellent job um coordinating you know all sides of his team but you know dallas dallas has really been a great team this year so far as well um despite losing week one you know to the buccaneers they played excellent against them and they played great against the chargers they played great against the eagles and I don't see why they can't do good against the Panthers, you know. Um, and Dallas's defense has been really surprising this year as well. They've been playing pretty good. A lot more has um, a lot more improved from last year, you know. I think they're... Um, they're de- uh, what's his name? Trevon Diggs, you know, on the defense. You know, Michael Parsons. They've been really big factors to this team. Um on defense and they really did draft them really smartly so i really love dallas's offense as well you know their offense has been playing tremendous um i do think that they are the better overall team as of right now than the panthers um despite the panthers being 3-0 i do have to go with dallas 34-30 i think it'll be an excellent game all right next game we got seattle and san francisco now this game this is another um, crucial game for Seattle. Now, Seattle is one and two. Um, and honestly, I expected them to lose the division this year. I expected Seattle to come with fourth place in the division this year. And, you know, as much as I have love for Seattle, you know, my one of my best friends, Anthony, he's a big Seahawks fan. All, all respect to Seahawks. But this division is just incredible. You know, so much competition. Seattle, even though I predicted them to be at fourth place, you know, maybe that's not how they end. You know, it's too early in the season to call. 
as of right now, as of these first three weeks, they are the bottom of the division. But um, Seattle, you know, they've been struggling a lot. You know, defense has been playing horrible the last two seasons, and this season maybe even more horrible. They're allowing so many rushing yards, so many passing yards. Their offense has been struggling a bit, and injuries as well. Tyler Lockett got injured last week. Rashad Penny is not going to be playing, um, even though he's not really their starting running back. Um, missing some weapons, but they still have, you know, Russell Wilson. They still have an excellent uh, front offense. You know, Seahawks will always make the games close, but I just don't think that these first few weeks will be their weeks. You know, I have San Francisco winning this game. 28 to 23. They played very well against Green Bay. Green Bay's offense has been playing terrific uh, since week one. You know, week one shouldn't even be considered now, but Green Bay's defense has also been playing well. So I definitely like, or I mean, I'm talking about the 49ers, but if the 49ers, I think, I think they'll do pretty well against uh, Seattle. I think they will win 28 to 23. So, yeah. Next game, guys, we got Denver and Baltimore. So, this game is in Denver. And I'm really excited for this game. You know, this is one of the first big tests for the Broncos. Um, You know, a lot of people have been really hating on the Broncos this year because their first three games were against the Giants, the Jaguars, and now, you know, the Jets last week. And... I mean, people are acting like the Broncos chose their schedule, and I just want to, my response to this is that, you know, the Broncos have, they've suffered so much after the Super Bowl. They've, um, you know, they haven't won the division since 2015. They, they've been in the bottom so many times. They've struggled so much. You know, so many busts in the draft. So many just terrible things have happened for this team. But the last couple of years, there's been so much hope. So many good things have been happening. You know, rebuilding our team. And this year has really... It's really going to be showing the NFL that we have rebuilt our team. And our team is one of the best. It, it is a playoff caliber team and we are using it very well now alhamdulillah um you know denver has been playing tremendously well and i would say that if the broncos were to play those three teams the um the jets the jaguars and the giants like a year ago or two years ago i don't think they would have even won because you know they played the jaguars i believe two years ago and they lost, even though the Jaguars were were in a way better situation. Um, you know, they played the Giants one time, and the Giants were last in their division. They were 0-5, and the Giants beat the Broncos to beat them. And this was in, I believe, 2017. Um, so this team now, you know, pl- uh, plummeting, or I don't know, man, I can't speak today. Uh shoving these teams in the dirt right defense playing tremendously well offense playing so good alhamdulillah um 
I definitely think we have a great chance to beat Baltimore, and I think that we will make it a really good game, and I think we'll win this game, 34-27. to um, This game, you know, Baltimore is coming in this game with a couple injuries. Broncos also coming with a couple injuries. You know, receiving core has gone down a bit. Uh, it's gone very narrow due to KJ Hamler. He literally tore his ACL last week, unfortunately. Jerry Judy uh, uh, sprained his ankle, but he's coming back very soon. Uh, so, you know, thank God. And hopefully he gets better and, you know, comes back and plays consistent. This is the main concern for every NFL fan, every NFL player, every NFL team. You know, the health of their players. Um, and that they're able to play consistently because, you know, not being able to play consistently means that, you know, if you're a good player, you can't contribute to your team and this really affects your team, you know. But thankfully, you know, the Broncos have been making really good decisions. They actually signed wide receiver David Moore off of the Raiders practice squad. David Moore was on Seattle last year uh, and he got six touchdowns and he played very well. Um, uh, I'm actually really excited to see how he plays. He is confirmed to be uh, starting and playing tomorrow uh, or today now, hopefully. And I hope he does really well. I hope, you know, he can stay healthy and all our receivers can stay healthy. And by the way, you know, we still have K- uh, we still have Cortland Sutton and we still have Tim Patrick on our offensive front, our offense, you know, our receivers. Also Noah Fand, Albert Obwikunam. Um, you know, very, very great very solid team and if i'm gonna be honest you know non-biased at all the broncos have the most uh they have the most solid team in the afc west in terms of offense and defense you know extreme talent they have so much talent um like the chiefs have like an excellent offense no doubt but their defense just really is dragging them and that's really showing and the Broncos are not like that you know we can play great sometimes the coaching really screws it up but our coaching has gone so much better and I think we'll be fine against Baltimore and I think we'll win so yeah next game we got Tampa Bay New England now this is the most overhyped game I've ever seen in my life um like every every post from the NFL, man. Every post is like Tom Brady coming back to New England, this and that. When this game is one of the most underwhelming games, like I might not even watch this game tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I probably will because Sundays are those kinds of days for me. But yeah, like Tom Brady coming back to New England, it's a pretty big headline. But you know, it's like his schedule. He's supposed to play them, um, and. You know he's not gonna. He's people are acting like he's in his he's in his eleventh Super Bowl, like, nah, man. He's he's just coming back to New England to play his old team, and this old team is really struggling right now. And you know the team that Brady's on is so dominant and can easily just you know ob- obliterate this team. I think the Buccaneers will win forty three to seventeen. And, you know, it won't be that fun of a game to watch. I think it will be a blowout. Um, 
because you know New England's I I honestly feel like New England's team has been very overrated in the last few weeks by a lot of NFL analysts and the NFL themselves when they are in a very low rebuilding phase like they're in one of the beginning phases of rebuilding and it might take a very long time for them to get back to the playoffs I'm talking like maybe at least three years at least three years um but I do think Mac Jones can definitely lead this team to success they have a lot of potential in offense and defense they have a very good uh defensive front you know secondary um offense is their main concern right now you know bill belichick runs this offense but he runs defense a lot better than offense um but he's bill belichick you know who knows maybe i'm completely wrong maybe he makes this game close but i doubt it but yeah 43 to 17 tampa bay next game we got pittsburgh at green bay now this game is also pretty underwhelming to me because Pittsburgh has been playing like ass cheeks the last few weeks and um I think Green Bay will come up with a really easy win in Lambeau 34 to 20. Next game we got Las Vegas and Los Angeles the Chargers. Um this is a Monday night game. You know, the Raiders have been playing really well. You know, as much as I hate to see it, uh, I really want them to lose this game and I want the Broncos to win so they can, um, you know, be first in the AFC West. But the thing is, though, the Chargers, if they win this game, the Chargers might be first in the AFC West. Um, but. You know, that's really nothing to worry about right now. It's really early in the season. Um, I think Denver will beat Baltimore. Um, and I think that the Chargers will beat the Raiders. Um, it is in SoFi Stadium, but that doesn't matter because the Chargers don't have fans. So, um, yeah, I think the Chargers will win 23-20. I think it will be a really interesting game because these two teams have had really interesting games lately. So, yeah. And last but not least, everybody, this game, in my opinion, is the game of the week. It definitely should be. Uh, definitely not. It should not be Tampa Bay and New England. But it is the Rams and the Cardinals. Now, this game, well, I'm actually really excited to see uh, this game on Red Zone, even though I'm going to be watching the Broncos game on my laptop. I'll definitely be, have Red Zone out on my TV. Um... Arizona and Los Angeles, these two teams, spectacular. Um, and they are the top two teams in the NFC West. Um, you know, Rams and Cardinals tied for first place. Boy, the Rams are just on fire. Sean McVay, I don't know how he does it. He's uh, already candidate for Coach of the Year. So, um, Arizona has been playing extremely well as well uh last year last year against the or sorry last week against the jaguars uh, it was really surprising how they let the jaguars uh actually make the game uh you know sort of competitive but you know i mean it is football and the other team will always try no matter how bad they are um but 
Yeah, Arizona's offense has been playing tremendous. Defense has been playing pretty great as well. But I love Los Angeles, man. This team is so fascinating to watch, not just because I have Cooper Cup on my fantasy. But, um, man, it's really nice to see Matthew Stafford uh, in an organization that takes you know, things seriously. Not, I mean, yeah, this is kind of a diss to Detroit, but... Um, I'm pretty sure everybody wanted to see Matthew Stafford show his potential in a great team. And this team, I think, you know, they are one of the biggest Super Bowl favorites so far. Um, super overpowered offense, super overpowered defense. They played tremendous against the Buccaneers last week, and they shoved the Buccaneers in the dirt. And when the Buccaneers were expected to do that for, you know, the majority of the season, Los Angeles, you know, in Tampa Bay, that might be a potential NFC West, or not NFC West, NFC um, playoff uh, game or, you know, an NFC championship game. So I have Los Angeles winning against the Cardinals 40 to 38. I think it will be such a magnificent game. And yeah, all right, guys, that's it for game predictions. Now on to my power rankings. This should be really short. This is a pretty short episode, you know. Again, fortunate that, you know, we don't have Cameron with us today, um, but really hoping to see him uh, in the next couple weeks. But anyways, you guys know the drill. Number 32 in power rankings. You guys should already guess it. The Jets. Uh, 31, Jacksonville. 30, Houston. 29, Giants. They moved down one spot. 28 is New England. They moved down three spots. Philadelphia is at 27. They moved down three spots. Detroit is at 26. Um, They moved up three spots. Chicago, 25. They moved down four spots. Atlanta, 24. They moved up three spots. Pittsburgh is at 23. And they moved down eight spots. Pittsburgh has been playing really disappointing lately. Um, yeah, so Washington I have at 22. They moved down four spots. Um, Indianapolis is at 21. They moved up two spots. And 20, I have Cincinnati. And they might move up um, after how, you know, they played pretty well against the Jaguars, even though they were pr- probably expected to play more than well against the Jaguars but um yeah Cincinnati at 20 seems really suitable to me Uh, they moved up two spots from uh you know week two Miami and Miami is up one spot they're at 19 Minnesota at 18 they moved up two spots man this this top 18 is so hard to do and You know, these next two teams, man, I might get so much hate or I might get so much confusion, but there's just so many good teams, man. So many. Um, But I actually put Minnesota. So I put them at 18 and I put the 49ers at 17, man. I just, I can't figure out how to sort it out in the top, like 15. There's just, I think there's teams that are better than San Francisco, but I still think San Francisco is a really good team. And they have such a great chance to make the playoffs. 
and also 16 you know 16 i actually have seattle um i actually had seattle as top five team in week one and week two and you know they've been playing kind of you know just really sluggish and yeah i think it's just really weird you know placing these teams where they are um because usually we see seattle at like a top five spot or a top 10 spot and you know it's kind of sad to see them playing kind of uh you know unorganized sort of sluggish but yeah at 15 i got new orleans they moved down one spot oh i forgot to say seattle moved down 11 spots on my power rankings so new orleans dropped one spot they're at 15 carolina's at 14 they moved up two spots dallas at 13 they're in the same spot denver's at 12 they are also in the same spot los angeles Chargers at 11 they moved up six spots you know after playing very well against the chiefs baltimore's at 10 they're in the same spot las vegas is at nine they're also in the same spot Tennessee's at 8. I did have them at 7 the previous week. But, um, you know, they're still a top 10 team. And they moved down one spot. Number 7. Cameron, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I don't know if this might disappoint you or if you might agree with this or whoever might disagree with this. Kansas City Chiefs, number 7. And then they moved down four spots. Kansas City Chiefs have been struggling a lot and mostly defensively and their offense has been really turning over the ball very um very surprisingly and um their team is also playing really sluggish they're similar to the seahawks but i still think the chiefs are a top 10 team who knows who knows what might happen in the future so yeah kansas city has seven moved down four spots number six Green Bay Packers, they moved up five spots. Um, I feel like they're back to, you know, who they are. My top five teams, guys. At number five, we have the Cleveland Browns. They moved up three spots. Arizona Cardinals at number four. They moved up two spots. Buffalo Bills at number three. They moved up one spot. And the final two, guys. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at number two moved down one spot and the los angeles rams at number one and they moved up one spot rams in my opinion are the most superior team in the nfl at the moment um they are the most powerful team offensively defensively just fantastic you know excellent team and I think they can keep it up and establish themselves as the most dominant team this year next to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So yeah, guys, that's it for my week four NFL predictions and post week three power rankings. I'll see you guys next week. You know, again, I really hope um, I'll try to get Cameron back on this podcast, but you know, he hasn't been feeling great and, you know, prayers for him after breaking his arm i really hope he gets better um but yeah shout out to you my guy cameron if you're listening to this i love you bro hope you get better um i'll keep doing these uh podcasts these shows you know by myself for now but you know 
hope you guys tune in hope you guys enjoy um you know leave some feedback leave some comments on our unfiltered instagram page and yeah guys i'll see you guys later thank you very much looking forward to next week peace